0: Wear the GPS watch both Dimity and I swear by, Koros Apex. It's simple and intuitive to use, offers an incredibly long battery life, and seamlessly syncs data for analysis. Get a free colored watch band with the purchase of any watch by using code MOTHERRUNNER at Coros.com. Beta Brand's ultra-comfortable dress pant yoga pants means your routine can include clothes with professional style and comfort that you actually look forward to wearing. Get 30% off your Beta Brand order when you go to betabrand.com/amr. Thanks to Dipsy for its continued support of another mother runner. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories. If you're looking to heat things up, there's a story waiting for you. Get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com/amr. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined today by the ultra special Dimity McDowell. Hello, Dimity. Oh, ultra
1: special! I yes. thought I was gonna get. The, I, I kind of like the OG. I, I, I just like that it makes <laughs> me feel cool for a nanosecond, you know. And then you then you
0: back to reality, and like, and then I'm wah. back to my
1: you know minivan dance go clogs. And there, that's that. That was like when we wrote, "Run like a mother." What what's like really mom jeans? But mom jeans are cool now, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm back to my almost 50 year old self. Let's just put it that way.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, because this episode is it's is you and me not just you and me it is you and me and so we're not going to have the usual intro chit chat because this is a very exciting milestone for us march is our anniversary month it is it, 12 years ago uh was the birth of another mother runner so our big celebration, the quote unquote big will be the first weekend in June at the run show in Chicago. I am going to be leading a 12 K run along the river or the lakefront. You're going to be doing a 6 K walk. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. We are yeah. going to, and we're, to the like point zero one of a mile right we're, we're going to have it mapped out like that and no one's going to go a step further no, i'm just kidding it's going to be loose and fun just like uh amr is right yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, and we're also going to have a podcast recording party that's going to be saturday june 4th starting at 3 30 at the run show and we have a link for getting free tickets to that. It's it's um, the equivalent of a race expo, but there's no race, so you can stay on your feet all day
1: long if you want. <laughs> Shop <laughs> to your heart's content and yeah. come listen to us at the podcast. Yeah, for sure. So th- that link is going to be in our show notes, right, Sarah? Yes, it will be. It will be. Yeah. So
0: so I figured for folks maybe who don't know our Genesis story, here's the 5K version of it. In 2010, our first book, Run Like a Mother, was published, born out of a twenty. 20- 07 feature in runner's world about training virtually quote unquote together because you're in denver i'm in portland oregon uh for a marathon when we each had young kids and so to promote our book we did a facebook page blogged did a book tour in which we did readings at a bookstore and then a group run
1: with group being a loose. <laughs> I was going to say group and air quotes and reading and air quotes as well, because in order to do a reading, you have to have people actually, you have to have L- listeners. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't always the case when we showed up at the bookstores, right? Oh my goodness.
0: Oh my goodness. So, and those were separate. So, it wasn't even like we had each other to lean on.
1: No. Yeah. We did like you did the West. I did the, or no, you did the, but yeah, you did the West, I did like the Rocky Mountains, Then mm-hmm. I did the Midwest because of Minnesota, yeah. and you kind of did the East. And it's all, like, you know, like, it's not like we traveled up and down the seaboard, but like we hit a couple cities in each of those spots.
0: Yes, yes. So we'll touch upon a lot of various elements through our reminiscences um, about our brand growing organically from there. Thankfully, more people do show up for our things these days. <laughs> um, and we will have voice memo from other mother runners sprinkled throughout. So let's jump in.
1: Nice, nice. And I just have to say, I mean, so so March is our anniversary month. March 23rd is actually our birthday. Mm. And I remember it because I had a Blackberry at the time, 2010. Mm. (laughs) I was on spring break in Florida with my family. And I remember like... Coming in from the breach, I had the Amazon page up on, um, you know, my web browser or whatever it was called at the time, and I refreshed it, and then I refreshed it because I loved kind of seeing where we were in the ranking. I know that <laughs> it's kind of an erotic author thing. I'm, I'm not the only author that does that. I know that for sure, but um, I don't even remember where we got to, but I just remember being like, well, look, word number. Well, I don't know. I don't think we ever cracked the top 100. I, I'm sure we didn't, but yeah. um, But it was fun. It was fun to yeah. see us climb. That People were actually buying it, so yeah. So much of our initial growth came from traveling around the country for the first few years, like the bookstores we talked about and the runs Sarah's mentioned. And then when our second book came out, which was called Train Like a Mother, um, that came out in 2012, we decided that we wanted to go to the people instead of having the people come to us. That was a much better strategy. (laughs) So we asked women that we had met through our Facebook page or um, maybe had a running club in certain areas to host parties for us in their homes. Um, Because it seemed way less intimidating Mm -hmm. to have wine and cute little cupcakes at someone's house than to go to a bookstore. And it turns out that women like doing that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and and we had great prizes too. That was another good thing. So um, this first voice recording is from Michelle who joined us on a 2012 East Coast trip.
2: Hi, this is Michelle from South Kingstown, Rhode Island. And my favorite AMR memory is from the early days. It was the first time I met Dimity and Sarah. It was at a house party in, I think, Andover, Mass in 2012. Uh, it was a pre Cape Cod Zuma party. And I remember being floored when I rang the doorbell and it was actually Sarah who answered. Um, I was honestly a little starstruck meeting both Sarah and Dimity that night. If you told me then that I'd end up working for AMR uh, going on nine years now and counting so many women from the team and from the community among my closest friends, I never would have believed you. The feeling of that little online group suddenly come to life in person was one of the coolest things I had ever experienced. AMR has been such a huge force in my life, and I can't imagine where I'd be without it.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so dim, I mean, <laughs> you're answering the door. Like we. I was, I was actually in the catering position at that time. I was walking right. around with little hors d'oeuvres, little, you know, pigs in a blanket. <laughs>
0: I mean, we laugh, but it's the truth. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh no. I
1: mean, our hosts were really awesome. Oh my I mean, gosh. They all did a great, great
0: job. And, and we just always were like, People want to do this, you know, and and what it taught us was that there are some women with generous big hearts who just enjoy entertaining and making people feel welcome, and you know, putting on kind of a fun spread. And so we we're like, okay, let's ride this wave, <laughs> um, and and just such a great welcoming vibe from everybody. Just. My gosh, the, the the people's faces would light up and they'd clap for us and you know you and I had gone out and
1: you know bought special outfits with a lot of orange in it because the cover <laughs> of train like a mother's orange. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And it was just I mean it was so nice because I mean this is going to be kind of a theme that's going to echo throughout this podcast is um like-minded women, right? Like a mm-hmm. community formed so easily because you came into a spot where you weren't criticized or I mean, people don't necessarily criticize, but you weren't judged, I guess is a better word for, Mm -hmm. you know, getting up at five thirty or running a marathon when you had a two year old or, you know, I mean, and not that everyone's that hardcore, but there was just this space where you could come in and be the athlete that you are. And it was just it was celebrated, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, and I want to I mean, one of the things that that um, when we wrote Run Like a Mother that we like deliberately did. And I think it's so hard to remember because things have changed so much right now with all the body positivity movement and all the good things that are going on in the fitness realm. But running does still have, but it really, really had this hardcore sheen to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was very much like track workouts and split shorts and go fast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and the middle to the back of the pack, and, um, you know, certainly, yes, they were acknowledged, but not in the way that they're celebrated mm-hmm. today. right? Yeah,
0: that's for sure. That's for sure. You know, and, and you saying that makes me sort of think a little bit, you know, Instagram is so, um, you know, dissed for having, you know, a perfect life. But it does also allow people of all different shapes and paces and, and ages and size and shades to sure. show, show their accomplishments. Absolutely. And, you know, and to have that pride and to feel that sense of pride then from getting some validation from other people. Um, totally.
1: Totally. yeah. So, um, so I don't know, Dim, what party, st- what house party? And you were going to ask me this. And like, Sarah, you have like an oh. elephant's memory when it comes to things like that. I mean, I remember, well, what was the one? Was it Was it the one that Michelle was talking about where we went like 40 minutes in the wrong direction oh, in the middle yeah, of rush that, hour traffic on that a sure two-lane road? Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Probably
1: navigating on my BlackBerry on that one. No, um,
0: no, that was me. That was me. But that was after I... <laughs> that was in Concord. Remember, there was an anti-war protest where people walked around a statue (laughs) and it was these older people. And I walked
1: and I just cried and cried and cried that was a side you had never seen before that was very funny I mean funny not it was, not fun. it funny, was funny, but but like
0: I, I couldn't help myself like I just you were, was so you were, moved
1: <laughs> and you were like in your like really wildly patterned skirt sport skirt you know and like walking at this very solemn pace you know I was just very it was quite a scene quite a scene
0: <laughs> okay um, so so you're saying maybe the parties don't stand out as well I mean I, of, I mean I
1: remember a lot I mean yeah. I remember the one in Atlanta I like that one a lot I remember the first one in one Minnesota mm-hmm. yep. um that was very fun. I remember one in a the theater was that in Texas
0: it was it was um it was at um kind of a um a condo complex doesn't make it sound as fancy as it no, was, No, but, but it was, were, yeah, it was really and it, nice. so they had a so and then they had a kind of a community space and they had yeah, and so to have those
1: theater seats
0: that yeah. were you know on yeah. angle, it's
1: like, oh yeah, there's not a bad seat in the house, <laughs> yeah, And though, I remember the one in San Francisco, what was that running store?
0: Yes. Oh, down. Um,
1: sports basement. Down. Sports I basement. Think, yeah. yeah so you, down. You can in, remember that kind of thing. Yeah. In um, the Presidio. Yeah. I don't know that I had a favorite. I just I loved going to all of them. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really really fun, and um, and it was fun um, in a different way. To go and celebrate Tales from Another Mother Runner, you had broken your ankle, which was not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really we, we put you on a bobblehead, um, like you know, <laughs> and carried you around, and so that was fun to have your um, picture taken with people.
0: Yes, yes. Um, well, what was I guess your favorite. Yeah, I got to say my um, favorite now. It rises to the surface now. Um, would have to be a party we had at a good friend of mine from college at her house in New Canaan, Connecticut, because my mother was at that party, and and um, you know, my mother passed away at the end of December, so for her to get to see me in action, and because you know, I I would tell my my elderly, they were quite elderly at the time, parents about this thing. And, you know, they'd met you and, and, but but they don't really know what the internet is. And (laughs) And they're like, you do what? And I just remember my dad would always be, my dad uh, worked for IBM. And so whenever we would um, get a new partner that he would know, a marketing partner that he would know the name of, I was sure to tell him. So like when we partnered with Chrysler. I was like, dad, dad, we partnered with Chrysler. And so he, he, oh, I'm so <laughs> like, proud of you. Oh, now you're legit. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so, all right. Well, this um, next voice memo comes from April and um, she's talking about race expos, which is something we have attended a lot of, and it's still such a big piece of our in-person interaction. So here's April.
3: This is April from Bakersfield, California, and one of my favorite memories is meeting Sarah and Dimity at a Run Disney Expo in 2014. I saw the name Another Mother Runner and couldn't believe there was a company just for people like me, Mother Runners. I was immediately obsessed, and now it's such a big part of my life. Thank you, Sarah and Dimity, for bringing this amazing community of women together. I can't wait to see what the future holds. Happy anniversary.
1: Yeah, so that was really fun. I mean, I, I got to say, Disney was a new experience, I think, for both of us, Sarah, you and I, because yes, we hadn't yep. ever been to a Disney race, right? And I 1st first... I've never been to Disney World, Disneyland, none of it. Yeah, I me mean, either. I had. Yeah. Me either. No, yeah, at 40, that was the first time I went to go to the <laughs> expo at. Um, so it's land that's out in California. I do know that. Now. That is correct, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our first one and that was very fun. Um I remember running through the cars oh, so um, fun. in the LA stadium and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then when then we kind of we 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 found our groove, right? We found our groove. Mm-hmm. We found and so we we enrolled people, a couple people in our community who were very very fanatical about Disney in the best way possible <laughs> to mm-hmm. help us with costumes as well as um Sparkle Athletic was mm-hmm. also key in giving us Cute skirts and visors and things mm-hmm. um and so what what Sarah we were like the fairy godmothers we were the,
0: we're, yeah the fair I guess maybe the term that you came up with was fairy run mothers maybe oh, that was it <laughs> yeah so so that we were all about our getting our bippity boppity boo on yep. um the we were the world's tallest tinkerbells uh
1: yeah <laughs> um, yep. and then the, Elsa the- from way before Frozen was cool. Um, oh, and everyone was doing it. Precisely. it was like right when it came out, because I think it came out like at the beginning or the top of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were right that February, we were on it. Oh, we we're, we were on, it. on
0: it. We were <laughs> on it. And uh, oh my gosh, it was just so funny. Also, because we would kind of try to incorporate some of our merch, some of our shirts and tops into it. So like for Tinkerbell, we had a, uh, I think the original... I run things? Is that right? Shirt that I was. I think so,
1: but it was kind of a really awful yellow, if I remember correctly. It was.
0: It was this this bright, bright, you know, safety yellow. Oh, it was a safety yellow. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And That's so they I mean, could right. kind of skew, if you kind of squint a little bit, a, a light green. And so we cut off the arms of that. <laughs> and then, you know, like you said, had the Sparkle Athletic skirt and put. Uh, somebody made green pom poms for us that we put on our shoes.
1: Oh my gosh. It was. Oh my goodness, it was. (laughs) Yeah, it's the only time I've ever traveled to a race expo with a hot glue gun in my suitcase. (laughs) So I think that's probably, that time is coming gone. And I will say, you know, I was talking to April about getting a picture for this, um, this, because the voice memos that you hear are also on our website, if you want to go back and read them or comment or something. And so we put the pictures of everybody who was, who sent one in and, um, and April sent me like three different pictures and wow. um, I picked the one of a selfie of her, even though she'd run this race with one of her friends because they took pictures at like, you know, 3.30 in the morning and I'm like, yeah. oh, they all just turn out so bad <laughs> because it's just, it's dark, right? It's dark yeah. and you've got those Klieg lights on you, you know, it's like no one looks good. Oh my so here's God. another Disney encounter as well from our friend Hillary.
4: Hi, this is Hillary from Tampa, Florida, and one of my favorite AMR memories is the time that I met Sarah and Dimity at the AMR booth at the Princess Half Expo in Disney World after using the Train Like a Mother book to train for the inaugural Princess 10K in 2014. I told them how much the book had helped me and how I was trying to get a handle on my health, and I absolutely started crying while talking to them. I was just overwhelmed by the experience and by their kindness. The AMR podcast was my best running friend on my long runs during half marathon training every year since then. Eight years later, and I'm still so happy to be part of the AMR community. All
0: right. Okay. So those run Disney races, very instrumental in, you know, catapulting us up a couple levels. I mean, we still meet. There were women at our retreat other than April, our most recent retreat, who mentioned that they found out about another mother runner at a disney race so but then the other race um is the zuma women's race series and we owe a big debt of gratitude to bray blackley who founded that race series and so then she brought us as you well remember dimity she brought us (laughs) to every zuma race where we would sell merch we would write post event blog posts for them and then you dimity would make the best race montage videos (laughs) and so i would stay back at the expo and, you know, the finish line area. And you would go out there on the course and ask
1: people questions <laughs> and get video. And I'm sure you were like, no, 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 do it again, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, it was my, it was my, um, you know, on the scene reporting. That, that, that's, you know, yeah. I was using my journalism skills there. But yeah, they were fun. I mean, and people were always game to say something, which is fun. Um, yeah. I will say just, and pro- people have probably heard this if they've been listening for a while, but that's where our t-shirts first came in, right, Sarah? I yeah. mean, Because Run Like a Mother, again, that came out in March. Bray's first race the first Zuma race was in Austin it was the the book hadn't even been released yet I mean I think we had to get like some you know copies sent early really you know Mm -hmm, kind mm -hmm. of you know like um Daniel Steele does right um (laughs) Tom Clancy and uh anyway um and so I was like Sarah Nobody is going to come up to a table with like two overly tall women and a pile of books. Like there's nothing that's like inviting about that at all. We've got to have something like a little bit softer, a little bit cuter. I mean, not that we're not cute, but you know what I'm saying. Um, and so that's where our, our first t-shirts were made.
0: Yes. Awesome. Intimidating,
5: Dimity. I don't believe it.
0: <laughs>
1: all right. Well, here is a
0: voice memo from one of those Zoomer races.
5: This is Cynthia from Maryland, and one of my favorite AMR memories is meeting Dimity and SBS at Zuma Annapolis, I think it was 2012, and then getting Dimity to run w- with me. It was my second half marathon in 13 days. Dimity and SBS magically turned that entire race weekend into what I thought AMR was about. And it was you guys building a community to lift women runners up and meeting them wherever they are. Dimity asked me, how fast do I run? And I answered, as fast as I needed to. I got to experience firsthand the realness, the kindness, and the support that this community is built on. My favorite AMR memory ever.
1: I remember that so well, Cynthia, and everyone else who's listening. So that was the race in Maryland. Um, where where was it, Sarah? Annapolis, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, right near the naval base. It was a beautiful race. And um, I, at that time, I was not trained for a half marathon. I was mm-hmm. running a lot, but I remember I'd run like seven or eight miles and Cynthia, if you've ever met her, she has a very persuasive way about her. And, um, and I had to make a video, right? For that one. So I'm like, all right, as long as you're cool with me making a video. So that was not my best video because uh, it was a little jostly along the way. Um, but it was very, very fun. And um, honestly, one of my top 10 memories for sure, just because I loved that I was able to come in and run with her. And we have, I mean, I'll remember it, you know. 20 years from now, mm-hmm. um, I will remember, though, that she wanted to go under 230, and she had run, like she said, a little bit of uh, half marathon a couple of weeks prior, and it was like like 232. And I was like, mm. okay, we can get you under 230, um, if I knew how to do it, <laughs> which, <laughs> um, which is a long, that I do know how to do it, I shouldn't say that, but um, they had pacers, right? Yes. And the 230 pacer was um, all of her people fell off like they, she oh. she wasn't pacing anyone. And as a result, she didn't she didn't oh. stick to her two thirty time. Oh, shoot. And so we were behind. We we were near her. But in fact, I, I don't remember what our time was, but we were not under two thirty. So oh. uh, that's on both of us. Right. But yeah. that was a little if you're going to just a little hint of pacers. I mean, if you're going to drop off, that's fine. But then maybe like stash your sign or something, right? Exactly,
0: exactly. I mean, that's your whole thing. You're carrying a, a, you know, a number on a stick that supposedly says when you're going to get there. Yeah. Um, wow, wow. Uh, I didn't know that piece. Of, we're still learning things about past exactly. experiences in All each other. very important <laughs> things. Yep. All right, well, this next personal contact happened at my house, not at an expo. Um, I suspect I'll get a little teary-eyed listening to the voice memo. And this mother runner, Kristen, is now one of our brand ambassadors who we call BAM ambassadors.
4: Hi, this is Kristen from Blaine, Minnesota. One of my favorite AMR memories comes from a trip I had to Portland several years ago. I was there for a conference and I had connected with Sarah and she suggested a running route that ended at her house. When I got there, she treated me to a glass of noon on the patio. This is while she was laid up with a broken ankle so clearly we couldn't run together. While I was there, her husband called and said he'd be late getting home from work. But their daughter Daphne needed to get to soccer practice, and Sarah couldn't drive with a broken ankle. So I drove her car while she navigated me to the soccer practice drop-off. Although I'd met Sarah and Dimity in person at an event once prior to that, this was truly a memorable bammers got each other's backs moment. I love that. I love that. You know,
1: you're like, okay, well, let's, let's, we gotta, we gotta get her to soccer. (laughs) So let's go.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, um, let's take a pause from the stripped down memory lane for a few messages from some of the brands that help us keep doing what we're doing. We'll be back shortly. Help me welcome Coros, our GPS watch partner. I'm a longtime fan of my Coros Apex. So I'm delighted to spread the love. Let me confess from the get-go. I'm not a tech whiz. So ease of use is one of the many reasons that KOROS is perfect for me. I press two buttons, then I'm off and running, or swimming these days. Once I finish my workout, the watch and the app are super easy to use and compatible. Bluetooth connects the two and the workout data seamlessly uploads to the app, where it's easy to scroll and analyze, even for me. Plus, just like syncing from the watch the app is automatic and instant, so is the transfer of data over to Strava from the KOROS app. Another reason I'm a loyal KOROS lover, the battery life of the GPS watch. In normal GPS mode, you enjoy 25 hours of battery life. Wow. Since switching to Kuros, I've never been greeted by a low battery when I strap on my watch, or worse, having my battery die mid-run. Ugh. The long life battery on my Kuros Apex is ready when I am and keeps going far longer than I ever can. Plus, as a multi-sport athlete, I appreciate all the modes of exercise Coros GPS watches can track. Road running, trail running, cycling, lap swimming, open water swimming, hiking, and more. And with Koros' new training hub, you can analyze your data and build out or add training plans that sync straight to your watch. Meaning, once you add a training plan to the hub, your workout gets sent directly to your watch. Amazing! Get a free watch band with the purchase of any watch on Coros.com. Just add the band of your choice, and at checkout, enter code MOTHERRUNNER to receive the offer. That's C-O-R-O-S dot com, code MOTHERRUNNER. In this case, it's one word. KOROS dot com, code MOTHERRUNNER
4: for that free watch band of your choice with the purchase of any watch. Ever wake up wishing you could just go to work or go out in life in your comfy pants? Well, now you can with Beta Brand's Dress Pant Yoga Pants. These magical dress pants are soft and stretchy and just as comfy as yoga pants, but you'll look polished and put together. Thank you to Beta Brand for supporting another mother runner. Make sure to use our special URL. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. Go to betabrand.com slash AMR for 30% off. Now, I love a good pair of comfy pants, but sometimes I want to leave the house without looking like I'm still in my pajamas. So let me tell you, am I glad I found Beta Brand. Beta Betabrand's dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like polished dress pants. That's right. They're soft, comfy, perfectly stretchy, and stay wrinkle-free. Now let's get real. I am super picky when it comes to pants. They have to fit and feel just right and I love Beta Brand. How much? When I tried them on and felt how well they fit, I bought 4 pairs. Yep, 4 pairs all different colors. I can sit at my desk, move around my house, chase the kids, go out with friends, sashay around my neighborhood wearing these pants. They look good and I feel great no matter what I'm doing. Right now, get 30% off your Beta Brand order when you go to betabrand.com amr. That's B E T A B-R-A-N-D dot com slash A-M-R for 30% off your order for a limited time. Make sure to use our special URL because it supports our show. Find out why women, and even me, are buying many pairs of these amazing pants.
0: Spring is busting out all over. With the smell of fresh blooms and sun shining down on us, you can't help but feel inspired to heat things up and explore your inner desires and fantasies. Find stories that match your mood this season on Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. The stories bring scenarios to life with high-quality, immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that fellow train passenger with the British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. Dipsy even has stories designed specifically for your Zodiac sign. Given that I'm a Pisces, I need to dive into a story about a hunky lifeguard, I'm thinking. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite reliable stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Now they also offer written stories if that's more your jam. Think of Dipsy as your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com AMR. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories slash A-M-R. Dipsy slash A-M-R. All right. I had a chance to wipe away a few tears remembering uh, that that time in my running
1: life. But uh, I love the- that you treated her to a glass of noon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will give you one tablet. <laughs> A, that's our equivalent of like a martini or a cocktail iced sure, tea, right? Sure.
0: Well, hey, she ended up having to drive, so it was good I kept her <laughs> straight and <I> narrow. <laughs> um, all right, so this next message is from another of our Bamer bastards, and it highlights that we do a lot of things, traveling, writing, podcasting, social mediaing, you name it to get the word about AMR into the world, including being guests on other podcasts.
4: Happy anniversary to AMR. My name is Laurel
3: Short, and I live in Leewood, Kansas. One of my favorite memories is hearing Dimity and Sarah interviewed on the Runner's World podcast in 2016 as I rocked my infant daughter to sleep. That is how I discovered
4: AMR, and the rest is history.
1: I love, I love that uh, voice memo just because um, I just love the image of her nursing her daughter mm-hmm. in the middle. I, I have it in the middle of the night. She didn't say that, but yeah. I mean, I have those memories of being up and you're like, what can I consume right now? Consume <laughs> as in read, listen to, whatever. And I mean, we didn't have podcasts when we were nursing mm-hmm. our kiddos. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, no, there's a lot of magazine reading when I was- I was about to say, yeah, yeah. I read a lot of like
1: the long New Yorker features at like 3
0: a.m. <laughs> And then when the kids would start to reach back and start batting away the magazine because, you know, they somehow knew, no, 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 pay attention to me, me, me,
1: me, yeah, me. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Not, uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, and I mean, one of the things that we did, we started with at the very beginning and um, have continued to this day is making sure that we are as open as we feel comfortable being um, mm-hmm. about our lives, right? And that's twofold. It's It's good because it helps us be... Like I show up for work the same way I show up for my family most times. I mean, I don't yell as much as work at much as <laughs> I don't yell as much as I do uh, at work as I do at home. But um, but there is this nice sense of like, okay, you know, if you meet me at a retreat, it's not like I come across different on a podcast, right? And same mm-hmm. for you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that um, I found to be true is if if I'm going through something, you know, chances are... I'm not a special snowflake even though my name is Dimity and I am taller than, you know, <laughs> 99.99% of the women in the world, right? Mhm. Yeah. But I'm I'm not a special snowflake and so postpartum depression, um, you know, uh, suicidal ideation, um a bunch of different things that I have written about um are things that happen to all of us. Or I shouldn't say they happen to all of us, but they're more common than you think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And another one of those things that has come up for me is not being able to run, and I'm not going to cry again because I've done that enough about the, over this, and I'm, I'm a, I have it a couple of years in my rearview mirror. But mm-hmm. um, that was a really, really, really hard transition because. It's such a big part of my identity, and it's such a big part of my professional life, right? It's like, exactly. they,
6: yeah, they sure. don't,
1: you know, there's there's no part of this knot that doesn't involve running, that is dimity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I tried to get better. I tried to do all the things, and I would write about that, and write about my frustration, and then finally, you know, a doctor finally just said like, okay, you know, you can keep going, but, and it was a mm-hmm. big but, and I was like, Okay, I need to like really pause. Of course, it took me like two more years to finally like take my <laughs> foot off the gas totally, but um but I brought you guys along and I I mean, I can't even tell you how supported and loved and um heard I felt and that made I mean, it's just it made the difference between me being here and and me not, right? Because mm-hmm. You know, this isn't another mother cyclist. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, hearing you talk, well, thank you for being vulnerable about that. And and that is one thing that you have taught me over the years is the power of being vulnerable, vulnerable and admitting doubts and shortcomings and pain, um, whether it's in blog posts or you know in person or on the podcast, that sort of thing. And and you really lead by example in that realm. So thank you, Dimity. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. And um, you talking about how the support you feel from the community. I mean, I think that is what we are so aware of over these 12 years is that this is definitely a two way street. Oh, for sure. You know that yes, we are putting things out there and we are, you know, giving this platform for people to, like you said, like minded people to convene whether in person or online. But that so far, far, far more comes back toward us. I mean, the number of cards that I got, condolence cards that I got after my mother passed away. I mean, I got one recently that was sent to our shop gal address um, because that's easy to find on our site. It was a card from New Zealand, Dimity.
6: I mean,
1: that is so special. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So and I think about, you know, the times that I was trying to qualify for Boston and just all these messages from women who had tried and succeeded, tried and not succeeded, you know, tried and tried and tried again. And just honestly, I remember that particularly the first or actually it was the second time I did it um, when I set my PR and I didn't qualify for Boston that time. But when I set my PR, I mean, it, to say that that bammers were the the you know wind beneath my wings is it's not hyperbole. I mean, I could feel them pushing me in the final miles of that race when I was seriously struggling.
1: Well, yeah, and I also remember. Um you know, you've also enlisted plenty of bammers to like hand you off a bite of bagel or <laughs> yes. a special bottle at noon. So like, yeah. they are literally yeah. helping you through the thing. Um, you're like, yeah. okay, I want to be at mile yeah. 23.7 on the right hand side. And if oh, you're not yeah. there. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Good old Kristen Jeanette, the one who left, who drove Daphne to soccer. I mean, she has done that
1: for me on the sidelines of the twin city marathon. So yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Well, and then, the yeah, and you get to talking about Boston and I got I mean, it, definitely the celebrations come as well as the low points, just like life. Right. You go mm-hmm. up and down, you go up and down. So, I mean, I trained I always wanted to do an Ironman and I was so happy to be able to do it and um, document it and mm-hmm. have uh, the support of people like knowing that i was doing it right like helping me through those long workouts and just being there and i mean and then the day of um i did it in 2013 so gosh it's coming up on 10 years and i don't think <laughs> i'll ever do one again so we're just gonna have to reminisce about it a lot um but uh you know there were there were women out um with signs for me and mm. i had dinner with a fan um that first night i mean i just it was it was again another one of those memories that you're just like wow this is really really special mm-hmm. um, and i will say in a good way <laughs> that it puts a little pressure on you right it you're does like, it's like oh, gonna...
0: somebody's watching me
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like i'm going to i'm going i'm going to show up today because uh, strava exists and um <laughs> yeah i'm not going to just like you know decide to walk it off not that either of us have the personality where you're like oh, i'm done but anyway <laughs> so yeah so i did the ironman in 20 Um, 13, you, you had your Boston adventures and 2014 and other years. And then, um, one of the ways that I kind of weaned myself off running was planning for a different adventure. And that was the rim to rim grand Canyon hike that I did with a couple good friends. Um, you just never know what's going to resonate with someone. So this is a recording from Aaron who actually now works for us, um, as our, um, part-time CFO. Mm
3: -hmm. This is Aaron from San Diego. And one of my favorite amr memories is the three-part podcast series dimity did on hiking the grand canyon rim to rim it was so good to know that there are other women out there who think big adventures are fun it feels like most people just sort of blink shake their heads when they ask what did you do this weekend and you say went for a 10-mile run so for me the podcast was a great introduction to a larger and more varied running community there are many running groups here in san Diego. But I have been road running since I was 14 and now I'm ready for new and different things. A girlfriend and I were discussing life over dinner a few years back, and she gave me this little saying, which really resonated with me. Life choices are work, friends, family, or exercise, but you can only pick three. This is a hundred percent true in my own life experience, but a few years ago, I decided to turn the tables by combining friends and exercise. It was great to see that here in this community of like-minded women who are able to prioritize their own self-care in the form of exercise and turn exercise into girls' trips and Sunday run days with friends. This was the catalyst for me to start looking for my own BRF. Please know that I have not yet done the rim to rim, thanks to COVID for canceling my trip, but it is on the list
0: Okay, we should mention also the two friends that you did the rim to rim adventure with are uh, mother runners who you met through our. I mean, I yeah. met
1: yes, and they came to our first uh, retreat in Little Rock in twenty fifteen. Sh- right, they
0: sure did, and hosted that party in St. Paul that you alluded to earlier, which was the first place that I tried macarons, and oh my <laughs> gosh, uh, they were they were these they were blue, um, the little cake part or cookie part of it was blue and it had salted caramel on the as the filling oh my gosh they were the tastiest things
1: oh my gosh they were so good that's Um, so funny and we have a picture somewhere back in the archives the emr archives of like the little store that we set up on their front porch. Oh, it was, it and was it's fun. just so yeah. funny to see, you know, like just the shirt designs and just, I mean, so it's so fun. Yeah, it,
0: it was, it was. So, so eventually we did run out of space at people's homes and probably also irked some other neighbors because of the, all the cars that showed up for those
1: parties. Well, um, but let's be clear, we were done by like 830, right? <laughs> this is mother <laughs> runner times. Like we, were, we weren't rocking until midnight. <laughs> so, but we decided we, we needed
0: um, bigger, still bigger, better, ways to connect with our women in person. So in 2015, we held our first multi-day run and refresh retreat. Um, As you said, it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. And Dim, I did the count and I hope it's right. Um, We've hosted eight domestic retreats since then. And I want an asterisk there because you know, for two years we didn't do well, we got one in in 2020, but then none in 2021. Um, So we have about 50 to 80 women at each of those. They are just really amazing, life changing, life affirming um, is what I always feel at those events. Um, and so, and then our retreats are often built around a race. So, here is a message from uh, multi
4: retreat attendees Stephanie and then Leah. This is Stephanie from Methuen, Massachusetts. And one of my favorite AMR memories was attending my first retreat in 2019 in Eau Claire. Never in a million years did I think this introvert would fly to meet a group of other women who she only knew virtually. Best decision I ever made. One of the absolute highlights of the weekend was running the relay and our team accidentally breaking the PR bell.
1: Hi,
6: this is Leah from Wisconsin, and one of my favorite AMR memories is the retreat on Hilton Head Island this last February. I connected in real life with so many women who had helped me get through the pandemic virtually and getting to run with my virtual and now real life bestie, April, and cheering on all the women during that race. I felt like it was the first thing I have done for myself in two years. Since that day, race, retreat, I am a happier person as I now know how to take better care of myself and what my self-care is.
0: So, Tim, I had forgotten about that accidentally breaking the PR bell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we have the video on it. I don't know if it's on our Instagram. I, I think it is like a long time ago. I'll link, I'll link to it on the website if you want to go see it just because, I mean, that, that couldn't have been, that was not the Liberty Bell. It must have been like made out of foam or something, right? Do you remember? Oh, it was
0: a real bell. It was true. Oh. I, I mean, it oh, was, okay. it, was subs- it wasn't It was as heavy as I imagine I don't know, a church bell, but
1: it was not styrofoam or like okay. crispy <laughs> treats or anything. Like yeah. <laughs> strong, overcome by endorphins and rip that thing off its stand. It
0: just was kind <laughs> of precarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. Awesome. I mean, yeah. and yeah, memories of retreats. I mean, I could, there's, there's one at everyone, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. plenty at everyone, you know? Um, of course the, I, I, uh, like in Little Rock we don't do this anymore we do karaoke now which is much more inclusive and easy um for everyone involved but um we did a where everyone <laughs> skits At skits um and that first year people brought it it was like kind of the um uh, the high, uh like american idol was at its apex right so we had like judges you know and like simon cowell you know i think sage brown played the role of simon cowell and you know and people made up lyrics and stuff and it was just so fun
0: yeah and you gave them in your because you're the creative one you gave them each scenarios so it was something like you know you're at a race and you've forgotten your sports bra or you have really horrific chafing or something and so they had to do a song or a play or a dance or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we did that for like, I think two before we switched over to karaoke. And I remember Julie Patno came like back to back. I think she came little rock in Spokane or maybe Spokane in the next one. Maybe we did it for yeah, three. Og- I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like, Oh my gosh, the porta potty one again. Like she got stuck in that group <laughs> both times. So I was like, all right, all right. Maybe we need to stop. Doing this. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I have to say that. So the karaoke, I remember the first time we did it was in Ogden and Ogden, Utah and beautiful space. It was this gorgeous event space with, you know, soaring ceilings, um, exposed brick and, and beams. And it was really great. And, and you were like, no, I don't do karaoke. And I was like, oh my gosh, I thought people just said that. But then once they got there, they actually did it. You were like, nope, not doing karaoke. And now dimity does
1: karaoke i have my, uh, I have my standards I have my you standards. sure do yeah uh, my, my go-to is meaning i love summer nights by <laughs> greece um <laughs> i do like the the one i have a i mean i have a you know a tear jerky memory of cape cod singing the golden girls theme mm-hmm, thank you for being mm-hmm. a friend i wish we yeah. could, man I'll overlay that right now um well. because that that to me kind of summarizes the retreat summarizes AMR and like to have everyone just like belting it at the top of their mouth, you know, lungs was so fun. It's also a very good karaoke song in that, Pretty much everyone knows the words, and it's less than two minutes long. I was about to say, and that it's <laughs> short, exactly. That <laughs> yeah, this, done.
0: <laughs> like no repeating the chorus a hundred <laughs> times. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, all right. So, well, at the risk of of being a bit meta, we need to talk about the role the podcast plays in the growth and longevity of AMR. Um, we're certainly aware that for a lot of you, the podcast is the door by which you enter another mother runner, which we're so glad you find the door and that you go through it. Um, and you listen before you do our training programs, you know, you, the, the podcast sets you on the course to getting those training programs, buying one of our shirts, attending one of our retreats. That is supposedly the number one way people find out about our retreats. So we have recorded more than 500 episodes of our original show and then I looked this up, Dim, uh, more than 150 AMR trains and AMR answers.
1: Wow, that's a lot of talking.
0: <laughs> and But I have to say for me personally, recording the podcast is my favorite part of the AMR work week. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have the conversations with such a broad range of runners at different stages of life, whether they're pro runners or, you know, the everyday athletes who are out there and, you know, all the different states who, who come to us and, and share their stories about all things big and small. And, um, and as well, I appreciate the opportunity to share part of my life with listeners, um, like Dimity did in this episode that stands out in the mind of one Bammer.
4: This is Sarah from Concord, California, and one of my favorite AMR memories was running on the treadmill at the gym a few years ago, listening to the latest AMR podcast episode where Dimony was sharing about her injuries and her doctor's visits, talking about the possibility of no more running. I could hear her choking up, just saying the words, and all of a sudden, I was bawling my eyes out and had to stop. I wiped my eyes. Why am I crying? I thought. Because I love this community. It was like a friend sharing her heart. My heart hurt for her and I loved her vulnerability. So I restarted the treadmill and kept going because that's all I could do. I had to run. Dimity would want me to. Thank you, Dimity and Sarah. This community has meant so much to me.
1: Yep. Yep. That was a teary one for sure. Um, And I, I, I don't, remember how I got like psyched up for that I know you were scared to like ask me if we could do an episode about that mm-hmm. I was like I've got to talk about it Sarah because it's like this elephant in the room around mm-hmm. this community right now so um mm-hmm. yeah it's it was hard and I but the good news is again you know going back to what we talked about at the very beginning like I've had so many people come up to me now and say you know I appreciate where you are I appreciate you talking about it because I see that day coming for me or I I may be headed that way or whatever and yeah You know so just to have like a roadmap and to know that your athletic life is so far from over i think is is great Mm -hmm. um so yeah of course there have been tears and there have been some very serious episodes that we've talked about on the podcast but we've also had a lot of laughs um (laughs) and even maybe a few mice dressed in what like singlets
0: (laughs) (laughs) they were the mice were dead Uh the
1: mice were dead dead. yeah (laughs) anyway so here are four quick hit memories from some listeners
3: This is Anne Even from Lander, Wyoming, and one of my favorite AMR podcast memories is when Dimity explains how to say her name, not Dimitri. It made me laugh while I was out on a run, and
0: after hearing that story, I'll always remember the correct way to say her name.
4: Hello, this is Brenda from Valley City, North Dakota. One of my favorite AMR podcast moments was listening to Molly and Sarah talking about the size of Molly's vulva. I was laughing so hard on my run, I had to stop and put my hands on my knees. Thanks for the laughs.
7: Hi, this is Monica from Rochester, New York. And one of my favorite AMR podcast moments is the one with Sarah and Molly and Chris McDougal, who did the donkey races. And I laughed so hard, especially
6: at all the puns. Hi, this is Tammy from Eden, Ohio, and I could be sentimental and talk about all the amazing women I have met through Another Mother Runner and all the great memories we share, but I have to say one of my favorite moments would just be the birthing a tampon episode of the podcast. I mean, can't get any more classic AMR than with a good TMI moment, and I laugh every single time it's replayed. So thanks
1: for the memories. I, I don't think that I got I, I don't think that I listened to the one about Molly's vulva. Do you remember what um what episode that was on, Sarah?
0: It was the one that everybody was talking about at the retreat. That just like they were like,
1: is Molly going to be? Why can't Molly be here? I want to meet Molly. I can't wait to meet Molly. <laughs> everybody um, meet Molly or check her out. Like what's going on?
0: <laughs> no, just to laugh with her and I I just Alex and I pretty positive remembers it. I'd be weird. The three of us were here in the studio, which is very small, which makes for good sound quality, but also makes for close quarters. And I just was like, okay, I'm just not going to look at Alex. I can get out of this room and get him out of the house without looking him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And Molly, meanwhile, was just like, la la la. Yes, I don't care. Uh, (laughs) So I'll have to figure out which episode it
1: is. I don't know yeah so it, was, it wasn't the whole it wasn't the whole episode. It wasn't you know Oh no, that was not 350. Yeah. Molly's, Molly's gigantic vulva.
0: It was not. It was not. So um, I'm hoping that maybe a listener will remember and could write on our Facebook page or tweet at me or something
1: like that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. well, and another aspect of AMR is, of course, our training programs and the Train like a Mother Club. Um, and this started like uh, in, I believe, 2014, mm-hmm. um, when we partnered with Strava. And, um, and their, uh, their motto for 2015 was prove it, right? Mm. That's what that, that was like, you know, that was going to be their hashtag prove it. And, um, and we wanted to do something fun with them. So I'm like, let's have a prove it challenge. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so prove that you can run a half marathon or a 10 K or a, that you're a runner, whatever. And, um, it was so fun. And I, I mean, I still have my original. So the shirts that we made for it was Proved It, which I love. I just love mm-hmm. that, like, uh, you know, that affirmation, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, that was so, had such engagement and it was really fun. And actually, again, a lot of the stuff that we do comes from suggestions from you guys. And someone who did the Prove It Challenge, uh, Rebecca, who was our original webmaster, wrote <laughs> to us and said, you know, I think you guys should put this behind a you know, in an account of paywall, whatever, I don't know what the word was, um, you know, and have a, a separate section for training programs. And that's how it started. It wasn't like, oh, we want to start, you know, doing these programs. It was more like, kind of like everything around here. That is, like- that's,
0: that's amazing that, that it was started because of something a partner was doing, and then that somebody suggested it
1: yeah yeah i mean that's 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 how i remember it pretty well Uh i mean it's yeah yeah, we never in my mind we never set out to like have a training program i mean because we did the train like a mother book had really fun training programs we had to finish Mm -hmm. it and own it own it i was like thank you for filling that in and i used to know that speech by by heart because we said it so many times and there's every week there's a workout that you can bail on and one that's mandatory a a coffee cup and a yeah. And, uh, water, and a water bottle. Water bottle. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, and so, yeah. And so, then it's just grown from there, and we've brought in, you know, a variety of really uh, smart coaches. But, but you know, there's a lot of smart coaches out there. And what I love about the coaches that we hire is that they come at it with the perspective that we do. That mm-hmm. um, running is important. It is always good to have goals. It's always good to challenge yourself, especially as you kind of see yourself maybe. Doing the same thing over and over again in your life becomes a little bit more mundane. There aren't so many firsts, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, but but they come in with that perspective, and they're funny, and they're um, they're loving, and they're kind, and they want the best for you, and it yeah. just shines through in their interactions on the Facebook pages and in person. They come to our retreats, and I'm just we're just so lucky to have such a great army of of not just coaches, other contractors that work, work for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, and then also uh, adding, jumping into the train, like a mother club silo was in spring of 2020 when we were like record scratch, there's not going to be any in-person races for a while. We need to pivot. Yeah. Yeah, So So that we, yeah, that we launched love the run you're with the um, virtual uh, race series uh, at the start of lockdown. And, and gosh, we had no idea how successful that was going to be and how popular and how it was going to help carry a lot of women through the the difficult months and ultimately years ahead.
1: Totally, totally. This is after of course we did stride through social distancing, which was pretty mm-hmm. fun, I gotta say. Because that was we l we, we launched that one like right after I mean I wanna say by the end of March of twenty twenty. Yeah, we did. And yeah. um and that was just a great I mean, great in that like not making lemon lemon lemonade out of lemons, right? Like mm-hmm. um in that like people felt connected and that's where really I felt like both in Stride Through Social Distancing and then in Love the Run. That's where our community that we had worked so hard on, you know, and and enjoyed building really Mm -hmm. shined. Like Mm -hmm. it just, you know, and, and in the best way possible because it was this thing that people already knew, already were a part of, and all of a sudden had to lean in hard to. And yeah. it wasn't us being like, oh my gosh, you better find, you know, find some community building activities. It's like, no, AMR already is a virtual community. And now here we are and we're gonna jump in and we're gonna keep you moving and we're gonna have some fun while we're at it and, and do our best to stay healthy.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So here are two voice memos, both from women who talk about um, love the run you're with, particularly the second iteration of it.
3: Hi, this is Laura from Alora, Ontario, Canada. My favorite AMR memory. Well, it's hard to pick just one. So many long runs listening to the podcast, a training plan that got me across the finish line of my first marathon, many happy miles helping me stay active through cancer treatments, connecting with Team International for many happy miles challenges, secret Santa exchanges. If I have to pick just one memory, it would be the virtual relay event uh, for Love the Run You're With 2.0. I had never done a relay event before, let alone a virtual one. It was great fun to connect with other runners, have a theme, and cheer each other on, even though I am in Canada and my teammates were spread across the US. Happy anniversary AMR, and here's to many more. Hi all, this is Jenna in Arlington, Virginia. I have loved AMR for years, but it
1: wasn't until summer of 2020 when AMR became my BRF. Love the Run You're With 2.0 got me back into running after an inactive pregnancy and series of miscarriages. This community of women
3: helped me find myself again. I wasn't just a new mom. I was and am a runner. Running is the only thing I do just for me and AMR has given me a gift of community and understanding of women with similar
5: goals and struggles. I'm so grateful for the many times AMR and many Happy Miles members have built up my confidence and reminded me of the joy of movement. Thanks for the humanity, humor, and coaching,
1: serendimity, and thanks for getting me cross- the finish line of my first marathon. You're the best. Happy anniversary. Yeah. So our training plans, we have a bunch of them. And again, like I said, we love the coaches. Um, we love the athletes in there. We love the race reports. I got to say, like there's something so fun. I mean, and I'm not, you know, obviously not running anymore, but I going in, especially in the fall, you know, like on a, in October and the Facebook pages get filled up with half marathon, marathon, 10 K race reports. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, you, 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 I, I mean, I think that's, you know, maybe 70% of the reason why we like to run is <laughs> I like to talk about it with people who, who like <laughs> to talk about it with us. Right. And so to have that, um, you know, have those to go through them and a lot of people, you know, take a lot of time and, and write through what, what happened and where they shown and where they maybe had a couple difficulties. And I don't know, it's just, it's really, really special. It sounds kind of corny, but I, I just really, really love it. Um, And Kimberly, here's one, um, and I really like this extra mention of her uh, success that she had with the 13-point race-it plan.
6: This is Kimberly from Durham, North Carolina. And one of my favorite AMR memories is using the 13.1 race-it plan to help me achieve a lofty goal. My goal was to run a sub-two-hour half marathon in my 40s. Out of that goal came something else that was pretty special to me. My son was a high school cross country athlete. He too had a lofty goal that he wanted to run a sub 25K. While we were both training, although training separately, we would write notes to each other, talk to each other about how our training was going and just encourage each other with our lofty goals and encourage each other to be relentless. I am forever grateful for AMR for helping me achieve my goal. My son also achieved his goal. But out of that became a bond that I am forever grateful for. So thank you, AMR, and happy anniversary.
0: Yeah, You're talking about fall races, Dim. One of the first ones that pops into my mind is the Twin Cities Marathon. Um, we've had such great times at that race. That's one of only, t- I've run 14 marathons, and of that, I've only run two of them more than once, Boston and Twin Cities, and it's just, it's such a beautiful race. And we joke that Minnesota, your home state, is the, has the mother load of mother runners. So it just is like a weekend-long hug. It, it's... <laughs> That's a great, <laughs> great, great description of it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we also have had great recording, podcast recording parties there, including one with Gabe Grunwald, the October before her death from cancer. And we've had such great Podcast recording parties there, um, including one with Gabe Grunwald the October before her death from cancer. The following year, we had um, Kate, Carrie Tolufson, um, who is a local runner and just just sparkles so brightly. Just a ton of fun, and um, we are looking forward to doing that again this year. So, um, so
1: um, put that on your calendars. One hundred percent. One of my memories from Hilton Head um, this past year, our retreat, uh, Wendy came um, this, you know, uh, we, we we started bonding at the airport <laughs> in um, Charlottesville. Or No, Charlotte, Charlotte, uh-huh. North Carolina, uh-huh. Uh-huh. where we flew over to Hilton Head. Um, and uh, and so we were chatting and she came. We have office hours, like little appointments. You can come and talk to one of us or um, one of the coaches that's there. And she came and, and um, talked to me and she was like, uh, do you think I could do a marathon? And I was like, Mm. oh my gosh. I mean, those kind of questions. I'm just like, can I just like, yes, yes. I mean, how can I convince you that of course you can do a marathon? And it's so fun to have. I mean, we talk a lot about, you know, these memories and old people, but then, or not old people, but people have been with us for a long time. And, And then you, and then you come across somebody like Wendy, who's pretty fresh, right? Mm -hmm. Um, she's fresh, but she's also, um, her job is a mail carrier. So she walks like nine to 10 miles a day. I'm like, can you do a marathon? Um, yeah, probably tomorrow you could do a marathon (laughs) if you wanted to. But, um, but why that makes me think of this is, um, I told her about twin cities and how, you know, like you said, it's one long weekend hug. It's a great beginner's course. It's beautiful. The cloud support support. is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully we'll see you there, Wendy. If not, you're still you're still on the hook for that marathon. Yeah. So yes, and we are
0: hoping to bring back this program that Lorinda is, going, is the next voice memo comes from uh, that we are going to be doing hopefully the race like a mother for Twin Cities. And so it really helps carry people like Wendy and all the other Wendy's out there um, from the start of training all the way to that fabulous finish line at the top of um, that long climb and then uh, at the state capitol.
1: Is that the state capitol? <laughs> it's the state capitol. It's yes. the Hill on Summit, isn't it? I can't yes, remember. it, it yes, is. Yes. It is. And I was
0: also thinking there's the cathedral then in between that. But that is then the ultimately ends at the state capital. It yeah. So here, so here is Lorinda.
5: <laughs> this is Lorinda from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And one of my favorite AMR memories is the Race Like a Mother program, Twin Cities, in 2019. About 12 weeks before the Twin Cities Marathon, we got together with Katie and Dimity and had a launch party where we did some foam rolling and had a brunch and went, did a shakeout run, and it was a blast. Got to meet all the Minnesota Bammers doing this program, and then we trained together. Met up about, I think, once a month and really made some great memories and then came back together at the expo where Sarah and Dimity were interviewing Carrie and We had a live podcast recording, and then finally we got to run the beautiful Twin Cities Marathon together. Lots of bammers along the route cheering us on, and it was a fantastic experience. I'm looking forward to the next Train Like a Mother program, um, which is, I think, the sprint program, going to culminate in an event in Chicago, and we need 25 women to sign up for that. So looking for some fellow triathletes to do another program like this.
1: Sarah uh, you, you failed on your navigation there. I don't know. You lose your touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but, no. You, but you did remember the salted macaroons from um from St. Paul. So we'll, yeah. we'll let you off the hook there.
0: Yeah. you talking about talk uh Wendy and and the new people. Um I have to give a shout out that that yes, we adore all the long time to- long time followers and fans and friends all um give me another f word um and um i I probably shouldn't because (laughs) (laughs) what comes to mind is not applicable Yeah. (laughs) yeah so that you know but also it is sometimes the new to amr and the new to running and um i just want to give a shout out to karen who is at our hilton Head retreat and that she is a Um, took up running during the pandemic. And I want to do an episode of the podcast about people who took up running during the pandemic, because then the race at Hilton head was her first in-person race. She had done our virtual races through love the run, but it just was like, wow, to get to share that with her To I mean, we had a one-on-one session and, you know, we both ended up crying about things. It just to think that, that such good came out of the pandemic really, you know, that silver lining really means
1: a lot. Yeah, 100%. Her race report, in case you want to see it, um, mm. was in the um, Train Like a Mother newsletter that went out about a week ago on a Saturday. Oh. It's probably still in your inbox somewhere, so maybe look for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so
0: I mean, who knows whether we'll still be going strong 12 years from now, but um, we are so grateful for everyone who has been with us from the beginning or from, you know, five, seven, eight years ago and all you newer um, people who've jumped on the AMR train and, um, just really, we, we wouldn't be here without you. And, um, we wouldn't feel as our cups would not be as overflowing if it wasn't for you all.
1: 100%. you said it very well. Yeah. And we're yeah. wishing you all many, many happy miles as we, uh, continue down, um, into our 12th year and, and beyond. So mm-hmm. let's keep it up. Let's keep up the laughter, the forward motion and all the connection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And another person who's been with us a long time is Alex Ward, our podcast Ooh, today. How many,
1: how many years yeah. have you been with us, Alex? Do you know? Uh, I, it
7: was gosh, the, I want to say 2013, 2014.
0: Something, yeah, because I remember it wasn't, I think the first episode you were our a producer for was the um, one with LaJean Lawson about um, sports bras and breasts. And so we
7: made that you- was the, That was the one that uh, our old producer Jonah taught me how to like walk me through doing the show
1: (laughs) that was the transition that
7: That was the first one i I sat in on and then the first one i produced all the way i remember it was it was sage roundtree teaches yoga wisely was the Nice. episode i believe
0: nice 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 yeah and uh, i mean and i could just see jonah trinity yeah they talk about boobs and other stuff like that a lot yeah, this bro. is all standard
1: stuff yeah like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well Alex, we're gonna put you on the line here you you've got a race coming up and we're we're gonna do a podcast or two about it correct mm-hmm.
7: That's mm-hmm. true. I'm running the Cascade Lakes Relay Race uh, in August, so my training should start pretty soon. I think so. Mm. We'll uh, stay tuned for that.
0: Yes, yes. So will our pod- I haven't I haven't oh. run
7: since 2010.
0: Oh, get out! <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, I mean like that's the last time I ran a race. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny that I thought you were mocking us for 2010. That's amazing that it, the numbers line no. up. Wow. No, that was <laughs> How can you have listened to our content all these years and not just been like, that's it? I'm going out there. <laughs>
7: all you guys talk about is like things leaking and having (laughs) to like change pants and like (laughs) peeing in weird places like no
0: thanks (laughs) oh my goodness and you're busy with you are a man with more hobbies than anyone i know so um all right our podcast today was produced in portland oregon by none other than alex ward from sounds like pictures many happy miles